Welcome to the Know No Strangers podcast, where attorney and legal advocate Bill Robinson shares life lessons and inspiration. Good morning, my friends. This is uh, William Robinson on my podcast, Know No Strangers. Uh, I'm happy that you decided to join me this morning. Uh, as you know, uh, I love to read books and uh, fancy myself curious and some sort of intellectual uh, that goes back a long way. Uh, and uh, recently, uh, I have been reading a wonderful work by an author that I am very, very impressed with, a guy named Percival Everett. I think he teaches English and writing out in California somewhere. But I read one of the book of his called Erasure, and uh, he is I'm reading a work now called The Trees. And uh, Everett is an absolute uh, genius. And in The Trees, he deals with um, a sad subject in American history. Uh, of lynching. Uh, it's always been unanswered who did these crimes and who killed these people. And there were never been any consequences or prices paid for the victims of lynching in America. Uh, many people were lynched in many states. They're not just black people were lynched. Some Chinese people were lynched. Some Jewish people were lynched. But that was the law of the land in many, many Southern states back in the 1800s and probably before and in the 1900s as well. Uh, I think Congress just recently passed some sort of anti-lynching law, uh, but uh, it's really the source of a sad part of American history. We remember Billie Holiday making famous the song Strange Fruit, which described uh, people being lynched in America. And uh, Percival Everett offers a retributive justice scenario uh, in the book, The Trees, which is uh, very, very interesting and very, very creative. And the guy is an absolute genius. He uh, actually goes on and compares a lot of these present day police shootings of men uh, with modern day lynching. Uh, this is a very excellent work. Uh, it was nominated for the Booker Award. The Booker Award, uh, I, I check out annually. It's given once a year to the best book worldwide. And uh, he was amongst those nominated, but he didn't win. Uh, but he's a creative author nonetheless. And I really enjoy audio books if you can afford them. Uh, great entertainment, better than anything you can watch on television. But that's just my humble opinion. Uh, today, I want to share with you uh, some uh, understanding of uh, compassionate release in the federal system, I think probably in the state system too, but in the federal system, there is a way under the CARES Act to reduce uh, someone's sentence if there is a, a, a basis for compassionate release. And if someone you know is an inmate uh, in a federal prison, uh, he can apply to the Bureau of Prisons for compassionate release. They have guidelines that they, they look at. Uh, there's something called the First Step Act, which is uh, 18 U.S.C., 18 United States Code 3512. Uh, and it requires the inmate to exhaust his administrative remedies. And uh, in his application for compassionate release, he must have extraordinary 
or compelling reasons to justify the reduction or modification of his sentence. Certain family circumstances may constitute compelling uh, circumstances. Uh, for instance, if there's a minor child who loses their primary caregiver, that may uh, qualify as a compelling circumstance. Not guaranteed, but it may. The Bureau of Prisons, once the application is filed uh, by the inmate, has 30 days to respond or file it with the court. If they don't uh, respond or if they deny it, uh, the person must either appeal a denial or he can file in court. Uh, certain circumstances are, are automatically compelling. If, if the inmate is over 70 years old and served 30 years in prison uh, and not a danger, he should be entitled to some sort of compassionate release. But if the Bureau of Prison denies that, he must have an administrative appeal within the Bureau of Prison system. So there is a system set up within BOP, Bureau of Prisons, where you can apply. And if you're denied, then you can appeal that denial to the warden. And then if he denies it, then you can go to court and ask the judge. So uh, people who are incarcerated must understand that they have to exhaust their administrative remedies. That's within the Bureau of Prisons before they can go into the federal court system before the judge. But the key question that will be before the judge at any time is what is an extraordinary circumstance and what is a compelling circumstance? Everybody's got unique and different circumstances that they're dealing with. If you believe that uh, you uh, have an extraordinary or compelling circumstance that justifies your consideration for compassionate release or your family member, uh, you have to explain to them uh, what needs to be done and consider consulting with an attorney to see whether or not uh, you can meet the showing of compassionate release, which has been denied by the Bureau of Prisons. A lot of times uh, you can look at the judge, the sentencing judge, and look at his history of what he has done with compassionate release motions. Some judges grant them, some of them historically do not. So, uh, you know, it's it's kind of like the luck of the draw, but extraordinary and compelling circumstances can be considered. Uh, if you are in this situation, uh, feel free to call me and I'll be glad to discuss it with you. But uh, remember, I know no strangers and would be delighted to speak to you. This is William Robinson and thank you for joining me today. Thanks for listening. To learn more about Mr. Robinson's legal practice, visit WilliamCRobinsonAttorney.com.